Breastfeeding Unplugged. Welcome, welcome, welcome mamas and mamas to be a podcast dedicated to helping moms navigate their way through the tricky world of breastfeeding. Breastfeeding Unplugged. Breastfeeding Unplugged. Hey mamas and mamas to be. Welcome to another episode of Breastfeeding Unplugged. I'm so very excited for today's episode because instead of talking about the whys and the hows of breastfeeding, we are actually going to dive to an all-important what, as in what the heck is breast milk anyway? We all know that breast milk is produced naturally by mamas, starting as early as in pregnancy, but most of us don't know that it actually has superpowers. From being able to help baby fight off viruses and bacteria to actually raising their IQ, giving your little one their daily dose of magic milk is a lot more beneficial than you might think. The advantages don't stop at baby either. Studies have shown that breastfeeding mamas lose weight faster, have less bleeding after giving birth, and an easier recovery postpartum. And some research even links breastfeeding to lower rates of breasts and ovarian cancers later in life. So does breastfeeding really live up to the hype? Let's find out. With us today is Madison, Wisconsin-based IBCLC, Lori Tyson. After her son was born and admitted to the NICU, and she experienced feeding challenges of her own, Lori became frustrated with the lack of consistent information regarding breastfeeding and wanted to create change for other families. This led her to become a registered nurse and an international board-certified lactation consultant, which we are so very grateful for at Nest Collaborative. Lori's worked as a postpartum nurse and lactation consultant in private practice, as well as in the largest birthing center in Wisconsin. She's super passionate about the science behind breast milk, and we're really just thrilled to have her here to talk about it. So welcome, Lori. Thank you so much. I'm so thrilled and honored to be here. Well, we're happy to have you. Um, so before I jump in, I'd, I'd like to hear a little bit more about your story. So, uh, you know, I know like many lactation consultants, you really pursued this career path based on your own experience. So tell us more about what happened after the birth of your son and how you got to where you are today. Yeah. So uh, my son was uh, born and I never took a breastfeeding class because I figured it was natural and easy. So why would I have to take a class? which led to me not knowing how to breastfeed. Um, He ended up being dehydrated with jaundice and readmitted into the NICU because of that. And while I was in the NICU, I saw several lactation consultants. And then when we were discharged, I saw even more. And in that experience, I just realized how important this education is for families to have before they have their baby. And I wanted to be a part of that team of people educating and supporting and helping, um, kind of like how I had the help when I was in the NICU. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're really glad you're here with us today, both as an IBCLC and as our guest on the show. So today we're talking about the magic of breast milk, which might seem a bit exaggerated, but in reality, we probably don't talk enough about how amazing it actually is. So would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Our bodies are amazing. So I definitely think breast milk is magical. (laughs) So let's start with the basics. What exactly is breast milk anyway? You know, breast milk is 
white blood cells, it's living cells, it's everything needed to maintain a human body. And what's important is to know how our immune system works. Once we know how the immune system works, it's a little bit easier to understand how breast milk works. So when we get sick, you know, our bodies, our skin is filled with viruses and bacteria and germs, right? And they're in our nose and they're in our mouths or everywhere. So when we get sick, our body meets the virus, reads it and starts to fight it. And we'll have, you know, symptoms of that. If it's a cold, we'll have a runny nose, you know, we'll have a sore throat. Um, and it's our immune system that fights the cold or the virus. It's our immune system, which is all white blood cells. And that's what breast milk is. Interesting. And so how does it exactly prevent illness? You know, there's thousands of different components within breast milk. Um, so it's hard to kind of decide to talk about just a few of them, but I managed to come up with a few of them. Um, in breast milk, there's um, something called a lactoferrin. Lactoferrin is an antibacterial and it eats the food that a bad bacteria would need to eat to survive. So this lactoferrin is in breast milk, the baby drinks it, and then the lactoferrin goes around and just eats bad bacteria all day long, just eats it so the baby doesn't get sick. Um, there's an amazing cell called an Hamlet cell, and that stands for human alpha lactoalbumin lethal to tumor cells. So this really cool cell, the baby has something in the gut, which is called an oleic acid. And then in the breast milk is the human alpha lactoalbumin. So the theory is when that human alpha lactoalbumin comes into the body, it connects with the oleic acid in the infant's gut and it creates this tumor killing system. So that Hamlet cell just goes around and kills tumor cells. It kills cancer cells and it protects the baby from, from birth and on. Yeah. So if a mom is sick, should she refrain from breastfeeding and just pump and dump? Yeah, absolutely not. No. If, <laughs> if a mother is sick, the most important thing is to breastfeed, breastfeed, breastfeed. And there's two, two big main ways that keep the baby healthy. So let's pretend mom's sick. So she gets a cold and she has, you know, her immune system begins to develop the antibodies and those antibodies come from that lymph system. Those antibodies are then transferred into breast milk and the baby drinks that breast milk. So that baby is literally protected before the baby is even infected. And then the other way is when a baby is sick. So the baby will latch on to the breast and there's this whole vacuum seal and suction where, where it pulls out um, the breast milk. And as it pulls out the breast milk, the baby's spit goes into the nipple holes like this backwash system. And it will go into the milk ducts where the mother's body will read the baby's saliva and we'll say, oh, the, the baby's got the flu right now. And then there's flu cells in the saliva. So then the mother's body 
builds and creates and makes the antibodies for the flu. And then the baby drinks it. And the symptoms that the baby has from the flu are, you know, they're not as severe and the length of the illness is cut short because of those antibodies. Pretty amazing. So can different women produce different types of breast milk? Yes, absolutely. Breast milk is never the same. It's constantly changing. So it changes from mom to mom. It changes gestationally. So a baby that's born premature, um, the milk will be fattier to help develop and grow the brain of the baby. So preterm milk is fattier. Um, They've done studies of twins. So, you know, baby A is always nursing on the left breast and baby B is always nursing on the right breast. The milk in the right breast versus the left breast is different because it's that that feedback loop, loop, that feedback loop that um, is constantly changing and made to order for each baby. Hmm. This is so interesting and very, very cool. Um, mm-hmm. We don't really talk about the science behind breast milk enough, and we certainly don't celebrate how amazing it really is. It's it's hard to believe that a woman's body can produce everything a baby needs, both to survive and thrive. Let's talk a bit about donor milk. What is donor milk? Yeah, so donor milk is milk that's been donated from another woman who maybe has had an oversupply or has even maybe lost a child at, um, at birth. And what they do is they donate milk, their breast milk to a milk bank. Usually the milk bank will, um, screen the families, make sure that they're not any on any type of medications that could harm a baby or any certain diseases. And then they will pasteurize the milk And sometimes hospitals will buy the donor milk and then give that to their um, birthing families as well. Interesting. And I think I've even heard that um, in some cases women don't know, but pediatricians can prescribe additional uh, supplemental milk um, in the form of donor milk. So for a baby who for some reason or another isn't getting enough um, at some point, um, and if mom isn't able to meet the demand herself, um, and in, in some cases insurances will actually pay for it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So that's, that's exciting. Um, you know, in addition to donor milk, what other options are out there for, say, adoptive uh, families or families that use surrogates? Um, yeah. So with adoptive families, you know, donor milk is a wonderful option. Um, there are, you know, some surrogates will often um, pump and give their milk for a certain amount of um, weeks or months. Um, for families of same sex couples, you know, um, you can take certain medications, um, to make breast milk, um, and relactate even. So by pumping and certain medications, you could also um, be able to breastfeed your own adopted child. There's lots of options for individual families and their individual feeding journeys. Uh. Well, that's really nice to know. And I, I hope those that didn't know who are listening have learned something. So thank you. Um, I have a ton of questions still to ask, but we're going to take a quick pause. Uh, listeners, we will be right back. Like many of us, I've been trying to use less plastic in our household. I just tried Shambar, a new sulfate-free shampoo and conditioner 
in a bar, and it blew me away. Here's what I loved about Shambar. No yucky stuff, no synthetic fragrances or harsh color-fading sulfates. As a mom, it feels good to know that I'm using a safer product, that my hair is healthier, and it's saving me more trips to the salon for coloring and more highlights. Each Shambar replaces two 18-ounce single-use plastic bottles. It's a family business, and for every order, they donate a month's worth of soap to a family in need. What a relevant give back to make sure all families have the resources that they need. A win-win. Get your first bar absolutely free when you use the code FIRSTFREE, all one word, F-I-R-S-T-F-R-E-E, on one of their flexible, cancel-anytime, super-easy subscriptions. Find out more at shambar.com. Thanks for hanging out with us, mamas. We are back with Lori Tyson, IBCLC, our very own Madison, Wisconsin-based IBCLC at Nest Collaborative, talking about all the magic of breast milk. So is there anything that moms can do to make breast milk better in terms of its nutrients? You know, breast milk is just perfect as it is. So again, that whole immune building system that breast milk is, you know, I guess you could be in your baby's environment. So if your baby's in the daycare and there's a, you know, there's bunch of kids getting the flu, go hang out in the daycare. You're going to get that flu virus on your skin. It's going to go into your immune system and then you're going to build those antibodies and your baby's going to drink it. If you're a NICU mom, um, hang out in the NICU a lot. Everything that's, you know, that your baby comes in contact with in the NICU, all the germs and bugs, you'll get that on your skin. And when you pump to give that milk, the antibodies for that, those microbes will be there for that baby. Hmm. What are your favorite foods that you recommend for building milk supply or sustaining milk supply? Yeah, favorite foods um, for supply. My favorite foods for supply would be breastfeeding, hand expression, pumping, maybe with a side of herbal tea, I guess. <laughs> really? So there's really, <laughs> there's really you know, there's not direct foods that are going to help with supply. We know science why it's science wise, it's the removal of milk that makes your supply and helps your supply. So the more you nurse, the more you make. And some people say, remove it or lose it. And that's going to be what's best for your supply. Good to know. Uh, we've certainly heard of instances of bodybuilders and elite athletes now drinking breast milk. What do you think of this? You know, I fully support it. Why not? There are three times more, you know, immune building properties in breast milk than cow's milk and, and you know, double the protein. It's just fantastic. So why not? If it helps baby, sure, it could help you build muscles and get stronger. <laughs> different cultures, um, you know, use milk for all kinds of reasons. And, you know, we recommend it for pink eye. It can help for sore, cracked nipples, putting some milk on that. So sure, why not? Just as long as you don't take it from the baby, I guess, right? <laughs> yes. Don't take it from the baby. If it's an extra, extra supply, yes. <laughs> um, okay. So what are the main differences between breast milk and formula? You know, formula, you crack a can open and it's the same 
for a three-day-old baby, as it is for a six-month-old baby, as it is for an 11-month-old baby, where breast milk is constantly changing. The baby's body and the mother's body are communicating back and forth. You know, it could be a really hot summer day when the baby nurses, they'll communicate that I'm thirstier and I need to be more hydrated and they'll get more, you know, watery milk. If a baby is going through a growth spurt, the body's gonna know and build that, um, that fattier milk to help that baby grow. And formula can't do that. Helpful to know. So hit us with some of your favorite fun facts that moms need to know about breast milk. Fun facts. You know, there is one property in milk that's called an oligosaccharide. This is a fun fact, and I like to talk about it in my prenatals. An oligosaccharide has no nutritive benefit. So why is it in breast milk? Why is it there? Why is the baby drinking it? I mean, oligosaccharide is this really cool, I like to envision it as a puzzle piece. So it's this cool puzzle piece the baby drinks. And as it goes down through the mouth, esophagus, the stomach, into the intestines, it just connects to really bad stuff like listeria, salmonella, campylobacter, rotavirus, it connects to all these really bad things and it comes out into baby's poop and it is found whole. So it prevents these bad things to connect to the uh, gut system, to the intestines, um, so baby doesn't get sick. So I, it's almost like drinking hand sanitizer and just killing stuff along the way and grabbing <laughs> onto it and right out into the poop. I was going to say like a Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, that, I mean, that really is pretty amazing. Um, for moms who are having trouble breastfeeding, what advice do you have for them? Yeah, you know, to be kind and gentle to yourself because this parenting stuff is hard and don't give up on even your worst day and find a board certified lactation consultant Um, Lactation consultants have the evidence to help you and then the tips and tricks to help guide you into what your feeding goals are. And that's really important to have somebody on your side who can be your cheerleader, but is really super smart at the same time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I know from my experience, I had a lot of trouble and had I had someone like you there, (laughs) that would have been really helpful. (laughs) Yeah, I, I could have learned a lot more than I knew. Um, well, Lori, I am bummed to say that that we're out of time for today. But, um, you know, this conversation has been so rich in information. And I know that you've really inspired a lot of moms out there who are listening with your knowledge and your wisdom. So I'm so happy that you came to the show today. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, well, if listeners do want to get in touch with you or book a virtual consult, where can they find you? At Nest Collaborative. They can. Well, excellent. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. We loved having you as our guest today. I hope you'll be back again soon. I would be honored. Thank you so much. Of course. Well, now to you, mamas and mamas-to-be. Thank you for tuning in to today's show. We hope you learned as much as we did. And if you have a question or a show topic suggestion, we'd love to hear it. Message us on Instagram or Facebook at at Unplugged. 
or visit our website at breastfeedingunplugged.com to give us your feedback. While you're at it, if you're loving the show, please give us a rating on whatever podcast platform you're listening from to help us reach more mamas all around the world. Until next week, it's me, Amanda, wishing you all the best on your breastfeeding journey. Bye-bye.